0: Fourth and final hour, of the Rich Keith Show here on WEI with Fitzy. If you missed any of the program, you can check out the Rich Keith Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keith Show. You can watch the program on Twitch. Just follow WEI. You can get all the shows from six a. All the way until. 10 p we got grab bag coming up in uh just over 15 minutes from now let's go back to the phones fitzy we got sean in worcester to lead off this hour sean what do you got hey how you
1: doing good i i got a a few landing spots for matt jones oh okay and he can take his footballs and his crying and everywhere else somewhere else all right. but uh,
2: <laughs> Not a fan, I guess, Sean. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm I'm just going to tell you uh, who I think, and then we can talk about it. Sure. The first one is Arizona. The second one is Cleveland. The third one is the Giants.
0: Right, let me just stop you real quick here, Sean. Court, I know you're, I know you're court, on a roll, man. but why would any of those teams want
1: Mac Jones? Yeah, but but the fourth one is oh. the Raiders. Let me ask the you again: one is, Why so, would
0: any of those teams but, want Mac Jones?
1: But but the fourth one is the Raiders because he right. had his best season under uh, Who? Um, Josh McDaniels. All
0: right. So, so he, the Raiders and Garoppolo. Say, yep.
1: Garoppolo was always hurt. And you could probably get either a first round or first two round, second pick? round, picks for him.
0: You think you could get a first round pick for Mac Jones at this point?
1: Uh, I doubt it, but uh. I, I'd take two second round picks for him.
0: You might get a second uh,
1: round pick, John. Because Sean. Yeah. You're lucky. because he, he was he was a top fifteen pick. So was I'd take two second round picks.
0: Yeah, but Trey Lance was the third pick in the draft. Did you see what he went for? Not much.
1: Yeah, well, Trey Lance doesn't do anything. <laughs> All right, let me ask you a he follow-up, Sean. He, he uh,
0: if, he, if this goes through, play. Sean, Sean he just, he hang on a healthy. second. Yeah, right, I got. It. I heard it. If if they uh, end up trading Mac Jones, who would you say would be the Patriots quarterback?
1: Well, it would have to be um, Zapier McSorley for the rest of this year. Right. And the Patriots are gonna have a really bad record after this mm. season. So they're gonna wind up in the top ten uh Right. All right. Well,
0: I think you're one or two QB transactions behind, which is fine, it's hard to keep up with it. I get it. Trace McSorley no longer an option. Uh but Will Greer, I guess, could be. Mm-hmm. So just you flip Mac Jones to the Raiders.
2: Now th- get, get a first or two seconds.
0: You think Josh McDaniels is going to be on the Raiders next year as a as an aside? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I do either. not. I don't either. I, let
2: me ask you this: Rich, Would it surprise you if Bill Belichick and Mac Jones go through the season and they continue to struggle on offense and everything is on, you know up in the air and on the table? Yeah. I even postured as much that it could have happened this past off season. I I wouldn't have been surprised if it had, but I think I I'm starting to believe it may be more of an option next year Do the Patriots. Enter the draft looking for someone. That I don't think they'll be bad enough to get a Caleb Williams. No. But do they look for, I don't know, maybe a Michael Penix, uh, a Bo Nix, someone like that, and then they bring an old handsome Jimmy GQB for one year to basically sort of steer the ship and mentor him?
0: I think they would only bring Garoppolo back if Belichick was still here. Like, if you moved on from Belichick, Mac and O'Brien, like, if they were all gone... Then I think all bets are off. You don't know who's coming in. Maybe there's a guy that's familiar with somebody, and you and you bring him in for a year or two. But you also draft a guy like next year's quarterback draft. Like the way this thing is trending, like all of a sudden, it is time to start taking a peek at those guys. If you have the Pac-12 network, take in a little uh, Penix, take in a little bit of like if Washington's playing Oregon, watch that game. Yeah, absolute cannon.
2: Only downside to him is he's going to be 24 by the time he hits the pros, but but that's what the, so what.
0: The last two Patriots draft class, I feel like they've all been 24, 25 year old guys. Because the thing is, like these COVID years, you're getting all mm. kinds of guys that are staying in college forever.
2: A lot of red shirts.
0: There are a ton of them, and then they also allow them another year of eligibility because that's sort of a lost year. So Caleb
2: Williams, Drake May, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr. uh the geez, the kid from Texas. Like there's like there's potentially like. Six yeah. fran- that could be one of the most loaded quarterback drafts in a long time. Now, we said that about
0: 2021. Uh, we thought that was amazing. true Well, the kid from... Is it Shader K- Sanders. Shader like, Sanders. Drake May from uh, so, uh, North, North Carolina. Carolina. You mentioned. Uh, Quinn e- uh, Ewers from Texas. Texas, yeah. Who's right now playing in front of Arch Manning. It's free. Remember like the bidding war for Arch Manning? Everybody's going nuts for Arch Manning. Like, he doesn't even play. No, he's making $2 million this year in NILs to do nothing. Doesn't play. Now... That happens a lot, like especially in football. Like it's not like basketball. Like stud football players go and sit, but that's like a weird one to me. Like go, I don't know why those guys wouldn't want to go and to play right away. He's going to a place that has like one of the five best quarterbacks in the country. Now I guess he'll, you know, he's in the pros and you're playing next year, and maybe people forget about it. But that'd be like a long year to sit and, with and the, not play.
2: Yeah, and with the transfer portal, you can basically hop, skip, and jump around from one program to the next. Oh whoever yeah, will have you.
0: Yeah, they all do for sure. Uh, Let's go to David in Florida. We'll talk about the Red Sox. What do you got, David? Hey, what do you think
1: of a blockbuster trade? Love it. No, yeah, I know you do. Devers
0: and now um, Duran and and Rafaela are
1: pretty much the same type of player, aren't they? Same skill, same skill set.
0: No, so, I don't think so. I think Rafaela is like elite defensively. I wouldn't call Duran elite defensively. Duran's
2: a bigger dude as well.
0: Yeah, I think he's probably a little bit more power. Right. I mean, they can both run. They're both fast. Leave so me that. But I think Rafaela is like a Gold Glove caliber outfielder. Well, I, mean, I think Duran. I mean, they say they have the same athleticism, and I think Duran can learn. To become a better defensive player. I mean, you are right that, I mean, considering his athleticism,
1: he, his, his defense was subpar. But I think. All right, but what's your, so your trade? That's fine. Either way, so, what's so your trade? What I'm saying is Devers and Rafaela
0: and maybe throw in Yoshida or, right. or, or even. Um, what are we doing? Yeah, for, for Trout. All right, if so. Trout's unhappy. Yes, so... I was unhappy with the Angels. Here's my problem with Trout, though, David, is look at the last four years. The guy doesn't play anymore. He's hurt all the time. Like, that's the killer for me. And I also think, it. thanks for the call, I think if they... The Angels are going to trade Trout. Like, I really do. I think this is going to be the year. Yeah, I do. I think... Oh, get in. I don't
2: care if he plays 105 games. Get in.
0: (sighs) He... I don't even know if it is 105. 105. It's
2: It's less... He would be... I don't know if he at, would be, at 35 though. $35 His not. deal was 12 years, $420 million. At $35 million, all things considered,
0: he is a steal. So here are the last three years. He played 36 games, he played 119, and then he played 82. How much
2: of that <laughs> do you think is like, oh, he's really hurt, or... Uh, he just doesn't really feel like. I mean, why, No, this why, year why,
0: why this that? year for sure he was really hurt because they went all in. They were, like, trying to make the playoffs. They traded for Giolito. They traded for Gritchik and all those guys came to the Angels. They didn't trade away Otani, even though they know they're not going to re-sign him. Mm-hmm. So this was a the year they were supposed to go for it. And, like, I don't hold the team's poor success in his tenure there against him at all. I mean, he's won three MVPs. He's been a runner-up a bunch of other times. I would take him. They do need a righty power bat. Um, I don't. Th- first of all, I don't think they would have any interest in Devers or Yoshida. What they would want is Marcelo Ma- Meyer, uh, Rafaela, and or Duran. Probably Tristan Casas, uh, Roman Anthony. Like they would. They would want Bayo yep, Blaze Jordan. Sure. From that pool of players is who they'd be going from. And I don't know if you're the Red Sox. I'm definitely listening. I don't have any untradable guys any of them. Like I. Casas I like a lot, and I think he's going to be a middle-of-the-order first baseman for years to come. So I would be like, hey, if you want to choose from this list of prospects who we don't know if they're going to be good or not, choose from that list, pick whoever you want, but I'm going to keep Costas here and maybe a couple of the other major league guys here. But yeah, he's going to be interesting. Like, They should at least find out what it's going to take, but I am a little nervous about all the injuries, and he's going to be – he is 32, and he just – I mean – it's been a long time since we've seen – so 2019 was the last – and even that year when he won the MVP, he played 134. That's still missing a bunch of games, mm. but still. Wow, I never really pegged him for being so injury-prone, but – Yeah, it's a lot of missed time. Well, then who is – Yeah, who's the guy?
2: Who's the guy? Uh, I've heard some people say it could be like a Christian Yelich –
0: so I think they I think they need to just prioritize pitching. To be honest, like I think their lineup is going to be decent enough. If you either you either need to somehow get Justin Turner to come back, or at least find another righty bat. Because if in your lineup somewhere you have Devers and Casas, that's a lot of power. I Turner was on a two year deal. It's an option, and he's going to make more money, so he he's going to opt out. He should opt out. And even if he re signs here, give him a boost. It gets, he's not getting paid a lot of money for next year. So, Turner and Duvall are both free agents. I would prioritize Turner over Duvall. Yeah, for sure. Yes. But, like, Duran's back and Yoshida's back. Uh, Devers, Costas are back. Uh, Who else am I missing? Well, so Verdugo's under contract, but I bet they end up flipping him somewhere. He definitely could be part of a package to bring bring in someone else. Yeah. And then their pitching just sucked so bad that that's where they really need to go. Now – Find another bat. And the fact that a guy like Mike Trout is on the trade table and you're the Red Sox, you have to at least figure out what that is. Because uh-huh. who knows? Maybe the maybe uh, you don't have to give up as many prospects if you're willing to take on more of the money. Because there's no way the team he gets traded to is going to take on all of the money. Like that's a, ton, that's a massive, massive contract.
2: How many more years is he at th- 35
0: a year? It's going to uh, be probably like five or six more years. Let's see. Yeah, he signed that not too long ago, right? So it's... 37 million mm. for through 2030. God. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's still shy of 40. Like that's his aged 38 season. But
2: if he's breaking down like this now, now you've yeah. you've, I've you've talked taken you out of it. me from yeah,
0: right. move the farm
2: ranch and everything else in between <laughs> to get him to like yeah, maybe not.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe not. I would I would go more of the uh Yamamoto, uh Blake Snell trade for Corbin Burns, trade for Dylan Cease. Like I'm more in that. Like get two of those guys, mm-hmm. your bullpens all coming back essentially. Those guys are pretty good. Those guys are actually like Chris Barton was insane. Yeah,
2: and you could also and you, you you could put Garrett Whitlock where he belongs back in the bullpen. You don't put as much pressure on the Tanner Houks of the world if you get a couple of top-line starters. I just wonder how those starters would feel, though, about having to be the two and the three, because, of course, Chris Sale will be
0: your opening day starter. <laughs> <in 2022. laughs> Perfect. As he should be. Yeah, uh, yeah so we'll see. With, I mean, he'll be the opening day starter, and then you'll see him again in uh, June or July, then you'll see him again maybe in September. Uh, but, yeah, a little, little Red Sox minute there. Why not? Uh, but I know what you've been waiting for. You tuned in at 6, and you're like, I'll just wait until 9.20 because Grab Bag is on the way next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. But right now here is Terp with What's Trending. Get
1: Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. Now it's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI.
0: back here at the Rich Keith Show, WEI. Fitzy is here. It is that time of night, Fitzy. Finally, finally it is that time.
1: It's time for Grab Bag. It's time for Grab Bag.
0: That's right. When we go full tang, we uh, can't get to everything, and that's why we put it in the Grab Bag, and it's our opportunity to hit on all the stories that we missed. So let's dive in grab bag. Wild card scoreboard as uh, baseball playoffs four games today. Two finals both in the American League and after uh, 162 games it is now over for the Tampa Bay Rays and the Toronto Blue Jays. I guess 164 I should say as they both got swept in the wild card round. Rays lost 7-1 today to the Rangers. Old buddy Nathan Avaldi. With a gem, he got the win for Texas and the Minnesota Twins, who yesterday snapped their 18-game playoff losing streak. Was it like since 1990, since the Great <laughs> Dan Gladden walk-off <laughs> of '91? Like the yeah, Kirby Puckett squad, right? You to yeah. go back to Shane Mack and Kent Herbeck and oh. Jack Morris and who else there? Chuck Knoblock, the whole yeah. whole squad. Uh, yeah, so Twins shut out the Blue Jays two zip. So. uh Blue Jays done, Rays done. Texas moves on to face Baltimore, and Minnesota will get Houston.
2: Eleven yeah. to one, the two games in front of like next to no fans at all down at the Trop
0: mm-hmm. in Tampa. None,
2: nobody yeah. was there. Yeah, no one was there at all so far. The American League East giant donut for postseason wins, so it's up to Baltimore yeah. or nobody. And I have to say, if I had to pick an alternate team in the American League to pull for. It would probably be the Twins just because I love that. I love that city. I love the Twin Cities. And those uniforms, when they went out there and those nice clean whites wearing the Twin Cities uni sharp. that was fresh. It's that was sharp. a nice, nice,
0: nice kit. Yep. Grab bag. Nationally games, both are going on right now. The Diamondbacks lead the Brewers 5-2. to two, And if ooh, this ooh, score ooh. holds, not only do I get my bet du jour, but the Snakes would move on and eliminate... The Brewers. Meanwhile, Phillies with a 3 nothing lead over the Marlins in the fifth oh. inning. Oh. Same can be said there. If Philly wins this, they too would move on. So we could potentially have one, two, three, four wild card sweeps on our hands. So in this case,
2: let's just go back because, like, I liked the single elimination game. A lot of people didn't. Like, I, I play 162 all the way. Just. <laughs> I love yeah. the heightened uh, drama of just like, yeah, you know what? You're going to have to play. Like, this three-game series where all three games are in the same city, like, if any of these extend to a game three, it's back at Tampa. Well, it won't be. Or it's back, yeah, it you know, t- like, like, it would be in Philadelphia. Like, no,
0: like. That's not I, a series. I'm thing. with that's you. I, I like the one gamer myself because also, you know what? Like for the people complaining, like they didn't need to add wild card teams. They used to not have any wild card teams. And then it was, you know, the one wild card. And then it was two. And then now it's three. So the one gamer was great. Like it was must mm-hmm. see. Like yesterday, if you missed one of those games, you're like, that's all right. They're coming back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, like whereas the one gamer was was sick. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Grab bag. How about Aaron Rodgers? He's the New
2: York Jets injured quarterback. Fitzy haven't. Uh, yeah. Is Mister not Pfizer
0: correct? Uh yeah, no, not Mister Pfizer. He was uh, in attendance at the game, like Taylor Swift. He was in. Uh, he was hanging out with Woody Johnson for the game. He has a torn Achilles, yeah, and heard- he with a straight face thinks he can. He's ahead of schedule, and he thinks he can come back this year.
2: Yeah, he said on. Yesterday's appearance on the Pat McAfee program, which by the way, I yeah. have taken to watching. I like to Oh you watch break McAfee? up. Yeah, you know. I like to break up my day, usually uh work out in the old garage and you know, go for
0: a trot around noon around <laughs> noontime, right when Pat McAfee is on. It was and, funny. I like Pat McAfee. I always enjoy him when I see the clips and the stuff on yeah. like Twitter. I've never watched the show. And I should. I probably would like it. It's it it sounds like a well healed,
2: pretty Decently versed version of a conversation amongst a bunch of us off air, except they're yeah. actually broadcasted. There's swearing. Yeah, there's don't. passion. There's interest. Like, can he swear on the ESPN show? Oh, there's a ton of swearing. Really? Oh, there's BS and a holes. And, and ESPN's
0: everything. like, we're following that. Like, you think yep, Mickey Mouse? They Moulton... broadcast
2: a big disclaimer right, right in front of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it is what wow, it is. Wow, it is gets crazy, and it only gets more blue when it goes to YouTube from two to three p.m.ish, as they say. Uh, well, this I is like all it. Intel, I'm, I'm yeah. a big fan, and like they're sending the whole crew to do alternate broadcasts on ESPN two of college yeah. football games. McAfee livens up every uh, college Saturday game Did you day. See
0: people were getting uh, butthurt about this. What, so, college was? game day. Apparently, he puked during one of the commercials, and then bounced back. <laughs>
2: bounced back. And, and by the way, today I just want you to know that he 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 referenced that, and he said. It was pretty close to to being an accident in both the basement and the attic.
0: <laughs> he claimed food poisoning, which everybody was like, "Died," or maybe ESPN said it was food poisoning. Yeah, right. Where they're like, "Yeah, yeah," just like Michael Jordan in the playoffs, and like mm-hmm. Tyler Sagan when he comes back to Boston, yeah. Uh, yeah. playing for Dallas. But everyone's like, "Oh yeah, like this is what happened." Because the thing is, McAfee came to ESPN at a weird time because they just had to lay off like a ton of people. And so I saw on Twitter, I mean Twitter can be whatever it is, but people were like, Oh, they're gonna fire all these good people and bring in McAfee. It's like, well, yeah. McAfee is wildly entertaining, and I'm sorry that he threw up there at a commercial break, but he didn't fire anybody. It wasn't his it wasn't his idea. They wanted to bring in a popular show and a popular uh, personality. You stick him on game day, which is like one of the best shows still on TV. Uh, he makes a ton of money for them. Like he came yeah. in with a massive. He's got sponsorships with SeatGeek. I like him.
2: FanDuel. Yeah, the breakout stuff. He gets all the money on YouTube. The clips go viral every day. He's got relationships with all these players. And like, look, she also does a fine job. But if you're gonna talk about like the money spent on certain personalities that they decided to pull get out from under and give it to other people because they're cost cutting and Disney's stock is in a complete free fall. You know, Mina Kimes, great, uh, great football analyst. Uh-oh. Does she, does Can't she talk deserve? About Mina Kimes. I know. See, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get canceled for saying this. Are you sure she's worth 1.7 million dollars a
0: season? That's a lot of money. I like Mina that's Kimes. A, though. No, no, I do I'm too. A fan. Like when
2: I found out what she made, I was like, you gotta be
0: kidding me. I guess that's the the going rate, I suppose. I would say, just felt like a lot. That's all. I think they're two of the better personalities they have, though. They're different. They're very different. Yeah. But I think McAfee and Mina Kimes. I like. Her, I, I are like both her a lot. I like yeah. Orlovsky. I like Spear. I like, I like Marcus Spears a lot. He's he energetic. Spears I is like awesome. When he's on. Yeah, yeah. And then like Stephen A. You got you got to keep Stephen A. Like those. Oh, I them.
2: mean, oh. No, like the the balance on like when you have Orlovsky, Mina, Kimes, and Spears on NFL Live. Oh, that's a in the good show. Yeah, it is an excellent yeah. balance of energies and analytical perspective and playing experience. They're probably
0: like their most watched shows, I would imagine. Hence why they she can make one point seven million. Yeah.
2: McAfee's show, though, like the one thing I do have to ask about the Pat McAfee show has AJ Hawk ever said ha!
0: anything? It's <laughs> actually funny you bring that up because just from the clips I watch, a lot of times, especially yeah. when Aaron Rodgers I'll do being it for interviewed interview now. They they pop it up and they they put it on Twitter and, I, and and you'll see him all the time and it's like AJ Hawk just like standing in front of a microphone I don't even know if I would recognize I would not recognize his voice. I don't know what he sounds like.
2: I don't either. He co-hosts a radio. Does, show. I've never smiles heard of him. without teeth.
0: No. And then smokes a cigar. <laughs> he's like Bob Euchre's color guy in major league.
2: Doesn't say word. Well, award. folks,
0: he's not the best color man in <laughs> the business for nothing. <laughs> like nothing.
2: It's he a good gig though. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely nothing, but like no, to me the McAfee model of doing things differently in a more conversational, uh, yeah. casual, oh, like real fan yeah. manner, but having pro level experience and insight—that's where it's at. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that makes me feel at ease as opposed to like, "Hi, I'm Sports Suitman, alongside you know, Slick <laughs> Highlights, <laughs> nah. and here we go with the, the yeah. television sports program." No, that's no, going—that
0: should be kind of going the way of the old Dodo Bird, I would imagine. I mean, this hasn't been, still, been around for a while. We the, might need a new one of those. Dono no bird. Yeah, it
2: hasn't been around. For well,
0: a while. I want to say snow leopards are pretty rare, but oh, but there's still a few of them kicking around as there as there should be. Yeah. But no, I, AJ Hawk probably is also the one that connected McAfee with Aaron Rodgers. And I would say the last two years, the Aaron Rodgers interview is like really what catapulted McAfee because. Everybody wanted to hear what the hell Rogers was going to say. There was a lot going on with him, like all the stuff through Covid mm-hmm. and he wasn't doing interviews and then he goes on with McAfee and he feels comfortable saying whatever so I think that, see, that helps yep. him
2: did you see the uh like a an animated schematic of the the surgery that Rogers got, like where they drilled into the bone and oh, pulled the Achilles God. back together and stitched it up and did this and then he goes on yesterday about holistic thinking, power of prayer. His positive vibes will he like? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope it works. I'm
0: rooting for positive
2: vibes. Cam Akers re- did it in five months, but like yeah. Cam Akers was also two decades younger when he tore his Achilles.
0: Yeah, Achilles is a brutal one to come back from, especially when you're close to 40. I can't imagine. Oh, it's like my worst nightmare. Like Pop, my popping an Achilles? Worst
2: night- oh, God. Just <laughs> feeling the ribbon run up the back of your
0: leg. And you're like, well, here, there go the next nine <laughs> months. It goes snakes one, uh, the, the dentist two, and then tearing my Achilles three. <laughs> these these are my fears.
1: We love grab
0: Appreciate that. So do we. Uh, the Broncos cut Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just can't trust a man with two first names. Oh. There's yeah. a line drive left center field, deep back by the wall, and it is grab bag. Apparently, no pitch count. For Brees Hall this week, as the Jets take on the Broncos, so Brees Hall not getting like a ton of carries the first four games of the year. Uh, Of course, he got hurt last year. He was maybe going to be the rookie of the year a year ago. So what do you think? Full go, Brees Hall? You like him this week in fantasy? Yeah, the Jets are... On the road against
2: uh, Randy, the former Randy yeah. Gregory team. Well, the the Randy Gregory won't be walking through that door. No, Randy Gregory may be taking a deal. <laughs> he got what do he get? Twenty-seven million dollars for twenty-seven pressures on the quarterback. So a million dollars of pressure. That's pretty that good pressure. a half. <laughs> he, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to. That's a big Twinkie. If he goes back to <laughs> Dallas, uh, as yeah. far as Brees Hall, full go, absolutely. Like against that. the Broncos this yeah. weekend, sure. And it. the Broncos this weekend, Rich are going to be wearing. I just saw on the on the X machine a few minutes ago. They are gonna be wearing their orange crush. Uh yeah, but the helmets are white with the old D with the horse like the steamy horse. Uh the horse like blowing <laughs> the steam out <laughs> of its
0: like the magical st- horse. It's like a unicorn without the actual like the feisty bronco. bronco, whatever you wanna call. It.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, like it's cool. Like I love the old orange with the blue striped ones. Oh, yeah, that's but nice. This one, this is uh this is the kids like to say pretty fresh.
0: All right, I'll check that out. That looks pretty good. I'll I'll give that a go. God, yeah, mother- Grab bag. Uh, women's college basketball uh, news story for you here, Fitzy. Caitlin Clark, who we have actually discussed several times during uh, this Big program, uh, led Iowa to the title game where they lost to the uh, Bayou Barbie. And then everybody was giving Caitlin Clark a hard time because she was mm. talking trash or whatever. But she's insane, and she has been for a while. She can, you know, score from anywhere. She's like Steph Curry. She also, I think, led the country in assists. Mm -hmm. But anyway, there was a story today saying she's not sure if she's going to go to the WNBA after this year. So even though she's a senior, because her freshman year was the COVID year, everybody of that year or anybody who played then is allowed a bonus year. So she's actually considering she's like, she's not sure yet. She might come back for another year even after this one.
2: Okay. As as an elder, uh, I'm older. Okay. <laughs> as and I have kids, and an I, can't, I constantly, yeah, I'm an older yeah. person. Sure, you are. And I constantly remind my kids, like, don't wish your days away. Like, trust me, the next thing you know, yeah. you're going to be like, well, how the hell did I end up 43 or 37 yeah. or 50? <laughs> Here I am. Uh, like, for Caitlin Clark, I understand, like, wanting to just su- surround yourself in the perpetual glee and joy and irresponsibility of college and not having to go pro and have all those adult responsibilities. But, yeah. like, you risk an injury, and the next thing you know, you could. Cost yourself a million. I understand Nils are a big deal, and I'm sure she's got. That's what everything. I would need to know. I would need yeah. to know how
0: much she's making, and then what the average like number one pick in the WNBA makes. Yet be to the
2: professionals.
0: Yeah, but college is pretty sweet. It is. Although I don't think you need more than four years. To be honest, like I feel like by the end of my fourth year, I was like, I'm right, I've done. I've done, I've done
2: it. Yeah, and also if she went to the NBA, she'd be one of the ten best three point shooters now. True. I I wish she would, honestly, I wish, you know, there was all that hooey-dooey about, like, Curly Lloyd, is she going to be a place kicker in the NFL? She's not. Nope, she hasn't been, nor will she. Uh, I don't think she's also welcome back at any Team USA parties. uh, But she kind of told it
0: like it was. She kind of was dead on. She kind of smoked them,
2: and she was right. Because they they stunk. They were not good down under or anywhere this past (laughs) summer. But I, I would love to see Caitlin Clark play... Like
0: playing an NBA game.
2: I'd love to see. You know what I would love to see? Rich invite her to the NBA All Star
0: game. They probably will. They they invite everybody there. They have all. They have like legends. They have. They always have WNBA players there. Let's have a little, let's have a little mix you it up. Let's shake it up.
1: You have been defeated by the grab bag.
0: Colts running back Jonathan Taylor back at practice. What do you think about that, Jonathan Taylor, who wanted to be traded, wanted more money, wanted all this stuff. Then he's going to hold out. And then he's like, actually, you know, maybe I'll be back in week five. And he's back. He's going to be back week five. And funny, AFC South right now, everybody, every damn team is two and two. Up for grab bags. It is up for grab bags. And they are currently based on tiebreakers and everything. The Colts are in first place in the division. That's four weeks without Jonathan Taylor. Expected to get him back for the game on Sunday.
2: Yeah, Anthony Richardson's okay-ish so far. Still has some accuracy issues. Doesn't, but, uh, yeah,
0: but he's already been hurt. Like He's, he's that's been a dinged tough up. Yeah, yeah. I
2: know. But that's why they got the shoe. I mean, True. does the spike man say, you know, damn the torpedoes, and I don't care what you say, crazy Jim, or say I'm going to play him this Sunday? Oh, you play I him. would. Oh, but you John, play Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Hell oh, hell yeah, yeah, you play
0: Jonathan Taylor. He, damn right you do. Damn right. The
1: fill my heart with the sound of me. Grab
0: bag. The Diamondbacks have extended their general manager, Mike Hazen, through the 2028 season. Of course, his name was brought up in connection to the Red Sox. He had been here before. And then after like a couple of days, that got shot down. And uh, there was sort of theorized that he was going to get an extension with Arizona. And then lo and behold, today he does. They've even shown him on the broadcast a couple of times as his team is uh, now leading Milwaukee five to two. Um but yeah, and not that he was gonna come here, but he's for sure is not.
2: He for sure is not. So we don't have anyone in place as of yet to take over for Heimblum. Correct? We don't we anyone don't. is anyone is anyone taking an escalation of responsibilities? I just
0: it kind of feels like Alex Kaur is gonna end up. Oh, Halloran, maybe? Are we gonna get right, yeah.
2: something from Eddie Romero in the yeah. interim? Don't forget, remember when Theo walked out, yep. uh Lucino took over for a little bit and he's the one who executed the trade of Hanley
0: Ramirez for Josh Beckett and Mike Lowell. Not Theo. So it could be one of the guys that was on the staff, and then they get kind of elevated, but they also lean on Cora a little bit more to -hmm. make some of those moves. Uh, Sam Fold's name is still and was out there. He's the GM that's working under Dombrowski with Philly. So maybe him as a possibility. Didn't
2: his name get bandied about for manager as well? Sure did. Bloom loved him.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, when uh, when they were like going through the whole fake thing about like whether or not they're going to rehire Cora after his suspension. Sam Folds' name is one of that. Apparently Bloom really liked him. Maybe even the idea of having him as a bench coach with Cora, but that never happened. And then he just went to the front office, and he's been in Philly the last three years, I think. So, that's what we got there. Grab back. Oops, oh, excuse me. Uh, Loki season two out tomorrow. We had mentioned this briefly uh, during Madness, but This is one of the really good shows uh, when Marvel jumped over to Disney Plus and they started putting out shows with characters from the movies. Season one was good, kind of opened up the world even a little bit more. I think a lot of pressure on season two, though, Fitzy, because as we hit on uh, a bit, a little hit or miss, a little bit more hit or miss with Marvel over the last few years than it was from, like, twenty. 16 to 2020 or 2019 like somewhere in there like they hit on almost everything and now it's kind of up and down and loki was good so if they can follow it up with another good season that would help marvel however if it's not you could see more people bailing on this i
2: think uh not only could you see more people bailing on it if it's not good you could be affecting all of these film franchises that they have set for like phase five and I think, in large part, Rich, it's not just due to superhero fatigue; it's due to multiverse fatigue. Like I yeah. don't care about <laughs> timeline manipulation and all this. Like, just set your either go to outer space where mm-hmm. nothing like like ga- Guardians of the Galaxy just takes place way, way, way off somewhere else, and and that's fine. That's not anywhere near my reality, mm-hmm. and so I can suspend disbelief and have a good time with the with those goofy guys and green people out there. Sure, or if you're on Earth, I don't want to see 50 different versions of you from different times. Ta- like it's
0: madness. Yeah, like, I, it just is get, I just I just get madness.
2: I get exhausted. I get exhausted. I get exposition fatigue trying to hear about this and that. And well, whatever. also
0: it lowers the stakes too because if there's multiple versions of every person, when one person dies, like oh my god, he dies. Like wow, that version of him died. Like you can get another one. Ugh. You're all right. You you can hang in there a little uh-huh. bit. In here comes the Grab, grab, back, 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 grab, grab, back. Looks like the 49th season of Saturday Night Live first episode will have Pete Davidson back as the host. So looks like it was a far-ranging search to find yep. their host. I really went far and wide on that
2: one. Yep. And you got uh, Ice Spice, uh, she of the uh, Dunkin' Donuts commercials with Ben Affleck. Oh, you know, okay. Ice, yeah, you know, she's I got the, the ice-spiced pumpkin munchkin uh, frozen coffee beverage with 200 grams of sugar in it. Uh,
0: I think it's, it's only the, a thousand calories, though. The whole thing. Oh,
2: good point. It's only a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, she's going to be the musical guest, uh, and they pulled this together pretty quick, considering the writer strike. Kind of right. like yeah like left that on hold for a while but this is season 49 for snl it's crazy the 50th i've heard talk about all the things they're doing for the you know for the 50th how I'll blow it out so you know snl will get at least two more seasons is snl now the bill belichick pursuing don shula of tv shows
0: <laughs> it does have a little bit of like the simpsons and bill belichick feel to it where you're like it's on this was really good it's always on but like when was it and like yeah, I mean, it's probably
1: been—I
0: don't know—I because I used to watch it every single week, and then that's kind of that's certainly dipped. And then I'll watch clips, or I'd watch some of it the next day. It's been a while since it's been appointment TV. Every once in a while, there might be a clip that's like, "Oh, you got to watch this," but you know, it's kind of yeah. yeah. I think their big problem, and this—we could spend literally five hours on this—and I think sure. at some point on on Dork, we're going to get into like ranking the cast members or whatever. But I think once they really expanded the cast to like thirty people it killed it because you would really get to know certain people and they'd be in like every – like Dana Carvey was in like every sketch and he was great at everything. And then now yeah, you have people – You have like a whole whole episode goes by like, I don't even think so-and-so was in it. And you're like, yeah, probably not because they have just too many people. Yeah, but. then
2: they but they pulled the cast back. Like now the cast got smaller again because so I think – That's good. They, that they should they help. Yeah,
0: Out kick the coverage and they
2: out- outsized the cast to a degree. Yeah. Um, we did it a, a long time ago on a podcast I was doing um, – with some of the boys from WAF and beyond, we did a uh, a fantasy draft of
0: SNL performers. How many did you end up taking, like all together? Like how, we, everyone
2: could take four.
0: And there was how many of you guys? Four or five of you guys? Yeah, four, four of us. So all right, so top to sixteen pick, essentially.
2: Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one. Yeah, like the well, yeah. you know, obviously the Farrells and the Murrays and whatever. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, and when you just think about like the the true elite of the SNL oh. talent over
0: the years, it's it's pretty sick, unbelievable. <laughs> All right, last one, as it is uh, Dorktober. We are in the spooky season this week. A couple of uh, reboots or sequels or requels are coming out. Keep an eye out for The Exorcist Believer, which is supposed to be a sequel to The Exorcist. They're doing one of those The things. original. Yeah. Okay. And also Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Now, early reports on The Exorcist movie aren't good. 23% on Roddy T's. It's the same guy yeah. that did like the Halloween like reboots. David Gordon Green, correct.
2: Okay, Which the so first one
0: was good, second one was not, third one was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Okay, I hated the second one.
2: Like the first one was pretty good. Did you watch the third one? No, I refused to because a, I hated a, this Halloween oh. Kills. I thought was one of the worst pieces of garbage. I almost said worst pieces yes. of blank. I hated that <laughs> movie so much. Ends is I was even so worse. mad it's that worse. I watched
0: it. It's worse. I, I don't know
2: how it could possibly get worse. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, like, and and so that's what they did. Like his Halloween was yeah. basically the Halloween that picked up after yeah. the first one. Like right, they right, pretended right, right. two, good, three a, season of the witch. Four, none of those actually took place. It was a new. So they're two doing it again with Exorcist. How about yeah. just like look at movies like The Conjuring and look at movies like yeah. Heretic and other ones. Like it's okay to come up with original scary sci- uh, nope. horror movies like The Witch. That movie was scary AF. Don't do that. Don't do
0: another freaking requel. Grab back. All right. We've gone long, as we always do, on Grab Bags. So we'll wrap up the show coming up next.
1: From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England sports original. It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. WEEI. Watch us. Love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. <laughs>
0: Here we go. Final few minutes of the Rich Keefe show on this Wednesday evening with Fitzy. Let's uh, let's end on a phone call, uh, Fitzy. Let's go to Mark in Connecticut on the Patriots. Mark, what do you have, sir?
1: Fitzy, love listening to you, buddy. All your stuff is great.
0: Thank you, Mark. So, uh, I appreciate you, buddy. I,
2: I, I got to ask you. You know how Bill Belichick always says, I'm going to do what's best for the football team. That's best his line, correct? Mm-hmm. So, when is it time to bench Juju Smith-Schuster and put in Pop Douglas? When is it time to do that? Because in my eyes, it was time a long time ago to do this. See, Mark, I think it's actually time to not only give Pop Douglas more reps, but I would rather see what Kayshawn Booty can do as opposed to Devontae Parker or Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, I know what Juju's going to give you at this point, and it's going to be a frustrating four for 38. Uh, Parker's gonna go up for a couple of fifty-fifties. Keith, he's maybe gonna get one picked off. Like yep. he thinks he's a wide receiver. One, maybe you know, going back to Loki season two in an alternate timeline or universe, he is, but not in this one.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd play the, I'd play the kids for the now and for the future. I'd go pop. I would go booty. I would go. Even though I think he's toast. Whenever Tyquan Thornton returns, you gotta at least give him an opportunity. You know, you got the two tight ends and whatever with the running backs, but. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster, like, that ain't it. And whether it's the knee or or he just was really a a one-year wonder or whatever it was with him, like, he is not working out here. Parker, I think you're getting limited returns. I do still wonder why they don't get Bourne involved more. And I don't know if that's a Bourne Bourne issue, if that's a Mac Jones, if it's an O-line, is it play calling or whatever. But Bourne at least has a little bit more of an upside or a little bit more of, like, a big play potential than I would say Parker or Smith Schuster has at this point.
2: We saw him get two touchdowns in the opening game. Guy knows how to score.
0: Right. But let me just say, let me
2: just say this. All right. So if Bourne is your steady and you just like de-emphasize Parker and Smith Schuster for a game, if you have Booty and Douglas and if Tyquan Thornton is healthy enough to to yeah. be a full go, like that wide receiver core, hey, you got a couple wild cards. You may have some speed and some moves there. What do you have to lose? No, you don't have anything to lose,
0: and that's that's just it. Like, you don't have anything to lose. Maybe you find something in those guys, or you find out that they don't have it, right? And then, and then yes. like, do you need Tyquan Thornton for another year and going through, like, oh, he's on Pup List, oh, he's on IR, now he's on this, we're going to activate him, oh, he's fast. Like, put him out there. Now, I know he wasn't even out there today when he could have been eligible to return. But at least at the end of the year, you'll know for sure. Like, Do we commit more time yeah. to this guy or do we free up a roster spot and go from there?
2: Uh, yeah, and other teams have moved on from slight, speedy, yet yep. fragile Baylor receivers quicker. So, you know, you know, blank or get off the pot, Tyquan.
0: That is true. Another very successful Wednesday show in the books. Thank you, Fitzy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Richard. Have a great rest of your week, sir. Turp, a pleasure as always. We'll see you down the road at some point. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday night. I'll be back tomorrow at 6 with Andy Hart getting you ready for Thursday night football, so we'll talk to you then.